I'm shook. Welcome to the Holly Shook Podcast. I'm Armin, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Ryan Alkire over the phone. How are you, Ryan? Uh, I'm so good, Armin. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be hosting my first ever Holly Shook episode, and I just cannot wait to reveal my scandal to you. I'm really anxious about you, this. You've literally been texting me being like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like... <laughs> Armin texted me today, he's like, this podcast is going to be two hours long. And I responded, I was like, no, it's goddamn not going to be. I was like, I have to go to bed. Like, I cannot do two hours. Like, please. I believe the exact words you used were hashtag edit. No, I literally was like, hashtag edit. Like, Do you think 12 pages of notes was a good enough edit? I had two pages of notes last week. And we and did a what, 55 minute one- I only used one of the pages. You understand, this is a scandal that you could argue spanned four decades. And I don't doubt that, but like, <laughs> you gotta find like the moments. Like, I'm gonna find you the You gotta moments. find the things. And I'm so excited to. So I have no idea what Armin's about to talk about. And I'm like so stressed. Like, I've literally, like, in my head, I'm like, it's gonna be something about like LeBron James. <laughs> no. It's not about LeBron. It's not about LeBron James. Okay. No. <laughs> Good guess, though. I, I like, like that. <laughs> I do love sports. I was like, I don't really know any other like sports things, but like, I know LeBron James. I think had scandals. He had one scandal, but it's not that much of a scandal. Maybe one day I could cover it, but it's not that crazy. You you would you would scoff at it. You you would be like, I'm not I'm not interested in this. But there was like a basketball scandal where he like cheated on his wife, but then they got married or something. No, maybe you're thinking about Kobe Bryant. Kobe like, Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're the same to me. Like, I don't really know the difference. <laughs> Every <laughs> athlete. Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Tom Brady, Cristiano LeBron Ronaldo. James. Same people. Sabrina Williams. Like, it's like... <laughs> Any, okay, I wanted to ask you. Any tip for me as I tell you the story of this scandal? Since you're, you're the one who did episode one, you talked about Grey's Anatomy. Everyone... Should check that out if they haven't listened to that yet. But, uh, you know, you're the pro here. Do you have any tips for me? Um, Coming from someone who's, like, very, like, knows what he's doing, like, has done this for a long time. Like, people have been raving and ranting about my, like, podcast from last week. You're like the George Carlin of storytellers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just, like, totally what I was meant to do. Um, I would say just like edit. Yeah, like it can't be up for two more hours. Like mm. just tell me what I need to know. Hour and a half? Like, hour and a half, maybe like <laughs> 55 to like 45 minutes. Mm. Um, That's a wide disparity no, there. Okay. I, I literally like, I also wrote like a ton of notes last week. And then I found that like as I was talking, I was like, I'm just trying to like get like the important things out. I was like, I want people to know what a shit show this was. And like, I don't need every single detail. I just want like people to know that like this was a mess and everyone's reactions were this essentially. Right. Right. Uh, Rye, why don't you remind our listeners how Holly shook is a part of the buttered pop podcast. And actually how many people may be listening to this podcast on butter pop, but fools there there is another way to find this podcast you know coming up in the for the rest of time and you the rest of time (laughs) you you should remind our listeners the deets yeah so basically 
this is a Butter Pop podcast because we are produced by the Butter Pop team and we are so lucky to be a part of that. But also everyone on Butter Pop is a lame loser, (laughs) (laughs) including myself because I have multiple pods. Um, But yeah, Holly Shook has its own feed. So you can search Holly Shook on any of your like apps that you listen to podcasts on, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud. Is that all of them? Stitcher. <laughs> I said Stitcher. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, can, Stitcher, Google Play? Yeah. Okay, so you, you said can that. search on any of those. And so we have our own feed now because literally I was so sick and tired of like having to share a feed. And I was like, I've literally come up with a genius idea. And if it doesn't get its own feed, then I'm quitting. Um, so now we have our own feed. So just make sure you subscribe and we took um, that threat leave. very seriously <clears throat> literally it was like i will sue <laughs> for information information <laughs> um and yeah you can subscribe to this feed now on all of the like things and you can leave like reviews and ratings and stuff and if you do then we'll become famous and it'll be so much fun <laughs> yes and if you're already listening on the holly shook feed then you did the right thing you came straight to the source yeah. Yeah, you guys are, like, ahead of the crowd. You're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) Don't ever change. Like, just be you. So, Rai, um, I want to tell you something. You had it. You you were very close to guessing what my scandal was going to be about. It is sports-related. Stop. Of course it is. Do you, do you want me to give you a couple hints or do you want me to dive into it? Is it Janet Jackson's boob? No, but that's a good Uh, one for one day. That's for later. Um, is it when they like deflated all the balls? <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. It's sports related, but the action itself is doesn't have to do with sports, but it has to do with a sportsman. Well, thank God because I'm over. I already love <laughs> sports. <laughs> okay. So tell me what it is or like, give me a hint. Like, should I guess? No, I'll, I'll dive into it. So it's about a sportsman. I'm not going to be able to guess. <laughs> yeah, I figured. It's about a sportsman who was actually a child prodigy. Okay. I'm going to yeah. say it for as long as possible without saying the person's name. And at some point, maybe you'll guess who it is. Because oh, let Jason me tell you. Sen? No. Here's what's important to know about this person before you know the scandal. This person was in the public eye their entire lives. And that's what makes this scandal so much more salacious, so much more impactful. This person was an icon, maybe the greatest icon in sports history, arguably, definitely in the Mount Rushmore. Child prodigy before the age of two years old. At age three, this person was on TV. That's why I call it a Hollywood scandal. This person was on TV playing his sport against Bob Hope. You know, comedian Bob Hope? Yeah, on the Mike Douglas daytime talk show. Yeah, I know who Bob Hope is. He appeared on magazines, a TV show called That's Incredible, displaying his special talent. He would win (laughs) multiple world championships by the age of 10. He won four straight between the ages of 13 and 16. He he was utterly dominant, an iconic figure before he ever became even a professional. Do you know who I'm talking about? Who the heck is this? No! uh, Tiger Woods. Who the fuck? What? Oh my God! Tiger Woods! 
He gets drunk and he fucks multiple women. <laughs> yes. How about this? Are you are you right now? I'm about it. I was obsessed with this shit when it was happening. I just want to tell our listeners, like, I wish y'all could have seen Rai's look because we're we're watching. Like, I'm watching him on Facetime <laughs> right now, and he's like, "Who is this person? Like, what, what what like what's this all about? Like, you had a genuine, sincere reaction to that." Well, I didn't know he was famous that early. Like, I thought he was like just famous when he was like playing golf and stuff. By the time he was three years old, he could shoot in a regulation court as competently as adults, age of three years old. That's like weird though. Like who was like at, who was like giving their two year old like a golf club and was like, maybe he'll be good at this. Like Well that's how did he become how did he become like that good that early? Well, see, that's a part of the story, which maybe we could get into if we decide to go super deep. Like, that's a two-hour podcast thing. But his father, he pushed no. him at a young age. His father, Earl Woods, put a golf club in his hands, you know, famously before he was even one years old. So he he believed, you know, as the legends told, that it was Tiger's destiny to become the greatest golfer of all time. So weird. Yeah. So, you know... I'll just quickly go on through his accolades. Like, he goes to Stanford University. By the age of 13, he was recruited, okay? That's how good he was. He, he wins Pac-10 yeah. Player of the Year. He's an All-American. He's Freshman of the Year. Uh, he wins multiple uh, amateur titles. The 1996 NCAA Championship. By, by the time he turns pro at age, I believe, 21, in his first full year on the PGA Tour, he was the leading money winner. Because they get purses, right? When Whenever they win right. uh, a tournament, they get a certain amount. He made the most amount of money in his first ever year. And he reached number one in the world in just his 42nd week. So within one year, he's the best golfer in the world. That's how dominant. That's how dominant he was. He would win his first Masters in his first year in 1997. He would go on to win 14 major titles between 97 and 2008 which right it's that's insane like i can't tell you how ridiculous that is it's 11 years yeah but that's an unprecedented amount the most someone's ever won was 18 major titles which they did over the span of like three decades in 11 years he won 14 so he's just creeping he's knocking on that door to have the most to have the most amount of titles ever of all time in just 11 years people are like oh yeah he's gonna pass the number one guy his name is jack nicholas considered the greatest golfer of all time up until that point but tiger woods was the best and it wasn't just that he was the best but he made golf cool like i don't know if you remember that growing up but like tiger was one of totally. the right he was like he was the only like cool golfer ever like I honestly don't even know any other golfer other than like arnold palmer but i only know him because he has a drink after him I don't know who I guess Arnold Palmer like plays golf like I assume that um based off like pictures I've seen of him like on Arnold Palmer cans <laughs> but other than Tiger Woods like I literally couldn't tell you like another golfer's name because he was a part of what made him so attractive and important honestly was the fact that he was one of the very few minorities in a predominantly white sport it's so white. Like, golf is so white. So, you you have the fact that he's cool. You have the f yeah. the fact that he's kind of a trailblazer in a way. He's right. also, like, athletic. A lot of golfers aren't known to be athletic. They're, like, not only a bunch of white dudes, but they're pudgy white dudes. 
Right, right, right. But, but he, he's like fit and hot, kind of. Mm-hmm. So Tiger Woods is the man. And not only that. The, the dude. The dude for golf. <laughs> the dude for golf. And a lot of people look up to him. Um, and another factor I think it's important to state is that he was being marketed as a family man. Mm. Big time. This was a guy who was getting monster marketing endorsements at a time when golfers, and by the way, they still don't really get monster marketing endorsements. But like, right, because no one cares. No one cares. So like, why would some? Why would a golfer make over a hundred million dollars a year in endorsements because people aren't, you know, being persuaded to buy product because right. of a golfer? Well, Tiger was one of those guys. Like, deals with Adidas and, uh, or not Adidas. Sorry, Gatorade and Nike and go on down the line. He was just the consummate family man, and he had his wife, Elin Nordegren, and that was always used as a part of like the package of the tiger allure, right? It was this man with his perfect life, his perfect wife, his two kids, a boy and a girl, he's a dedicated athlete, he's fit, all these things. Um, so you have this whole image building up, right, up until 2009, Iconic. <laughs> now, this is where we get to the point of the scandal, which I'm sure most of our listeners know. Yes. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> obsessed with this. I'm screaming. So even though you weren't into sports, you you were following this. Oh, absolutely. This was huge. And, like, I didn't even know, like, any of the stuff that you just told me about Tiger Woods, like I literally just assumed like he was like good at it kind of like I, for me, like with like athletes, I'm like, I don't really know why they're famous, but I just like know that they are famous because I like don't really follow sports like Kobe Bryant and like LeBron James or whatever. I'm like, okay, like they're famous, I guess. Whereas, like, you literally could, like, name every stat that they've ever had in their entire life and, like, know every play they've ever played. So, like, for Tiger Woods, I was like, oh, yeah, he's, like, super famous. Like, I should, like, care about what he's doing. But, like, I've never watched a golf game or, like, a golf, like, what is it called? Like, putt? (laughs) Tournament. Tournament. (laughs) I've never seen, like, a putt in my life i'm like i don't care yeah you haven't even seen Um, a like you haven't even seen them on the greens let alone the entirety of a four-day tournament i don't know what any of that means so (laughs) i've never seen tim before and i was like okay well tiger Woods like super famous and now he's like doing all these really bad things so i think i care about it so now i was like super into it and like but i kind of forget so i need to be reminded i know he like was fucking someone right so, okay, one last detail before we go to the actual scandal that I think is important okay. to note. For sure. He, at the, t- at actually, a month and a half before the scandal, August, uh, sorry, October 1st, 2009, Forms had named him the first ever athlete to earn over a billion dollars. Damn. This becomes important because let's just say his finances are impacted <laughs> by the scandal. Right, because he has a billion dollars. <laughs> Which is, like, literally a number you make up, like, when you're in elementary school, when you, like, pretend like you're super rich. But, like, actually, he has that much money. Yep. And, in fact, he was so... Talk about value. He was so important to golf that golf.com estimated that 
he's worth actually 22% of the golf industry. Think about it. One man worth over a fifth of an entire sport because the amount of ratings that he drives, the difference uh, between the ratings when he appears in a tournament or doesn't appear in a tournament, um, all, all those factors, merchandise, whatever. Tiger is that big. So we're at this point in time where Tiger Woods is probably the most recognizable athlete in the entire world. I don't doubt that in the slightest. And then comes... <laughs> and then comes... And then comes... Thanksgiving 2009. Stop, it was on Thanksgiving. It was on Thanksgiving. Do you remember where you were when you found out? Because I do. I remember the exact place I was, the position, everything. Stop. Do you remember where you were? Well, tell me what happened. There was a lot that <laughs> happened with him. He was a fucking mess for a while. Okay, so... I don't know what moment you're talking about yet. Th- so the this is the first moment of many moments, but in this very first moment, we don't know much. So I'll tell you where I was. I was in Palm Springs with my dad and my friend. We were going to Palm Springs. We were in Palm Springs to celebrate Thanksgiving. We awoke, we, we, you know, we woke up. And, you know, we put on Sports Center naturally. As you do, as straight, like, men. <laughs> and we put on Sports Center and breaking news. Tiger Woods was in a car accident. Yep. Is in serious condition. Yep. After smashing his Escalade into a fire hydrant and a tree right outside of his Florida mansion. <laughs> Iconic, 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 iconic. At this point, there's there's none of the stuff that, you know, will eventually come out with the mistresses and the ambient right. and everything else. But I'm going to, I, I want to start like, with oh this God, moment. Oh my God, got in a car accident. Like, right. oh my God, like everyone was so scared. They were like my hero. Because the, the very first news said he was very hurt. He was seriously hurt. He was in bad condition. Right. So you're like, it, like you, you just start to speculate at that point. Like, is his career done? Like, is it that bad? Or, you know, is it something he's going to be able to recover from? Is it maybe fatal? I mean, at that point, that's all you're thinking about. Right. Like, did Tiger Woods just die? Yeah, it it's insane. And from from where it was at that point where Tiger Woods was a victim, seemingly, of like a bad right. accident, to where he will ultimately end up as the villain of this story, it's it's wild to think about. Because he this turned in such it turned up to be such a fucking bad like PR move for him. Mm-hmm. Like he ended up being like literally shamed. Hundred percent because. So here's the thing. Let's backtrack a second. So actually, two days before the crash, the National Enquirer actually did run a story that you know revealed that he was having an affair with this club manager in New York City named Rachel Yucatel. I, I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. Right. I may pronounce many names incorrectly throughout this. Yeah, like, also, like, who cares? Like, she literally was the blip of the radar. <laughs> well, she, but she is the first mitch mistress to be revealed, which is, you know, that that's a thing. I mean, like, yeah. for however many ultimately came out, which is dozens. Good for her. Good for her. She, she is the first. Moment. Yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> but, Female but, empowerment. Good job, girl. So... As much as the car accident definitely ignited the firestorm, this story ignited the firestorm just as much. Yeah. So here's what happens. We'd we'd come to find out later. Because this story runs, Elin Nordegren, 
Tiger's wife, a part of the the perfect family unit that Tiger had been using to get these huge endorsement deals, to yeah. cultivate this image of perfection, of the perfect man, the family man. Elin Nordegren, you know, confronts Tiger. And yeah. Tiger says, look, I know her, she's friends, because there's pictures of him and, and Rachel, but nothing, um, you know, nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing promiscuous. No, just normal. So she confronts him, and Tiger actually tells Elin to call, to call her and have a conversation with her. Uh, and when Elin calls, they have a conversation where Elin actually comes out of it thinking, okay, that was a platonic relationship. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Elin Nordegren was on a mission, and she didn't buy any of this. So yes, bitch. She takes the phone, and she does two different things. One, she finds another name on, on the phone that looks suspicious to her. Na and the name is Jamie Grubbs. This name is super important because Jamie Grubbs is going to end up giving us one of the best reveals of Tiger. So, Jamie Grubbs sounds like a weird, like, cafeteria lady name in, like, a children's book. Like, Jamie Grubbs. Like, that is a fake name. Like, that's not a real person's name. Like, like out of uh, the like Hardy Boys or something? Hardy boards are like also like Monster of the Blue Lagoon. Like that is like the name of the cafeteria woman. Well, this time it's real. There is a real <laughs> Jamie Grubbs and Elin Nordgren actually leaves her a voicemail and says, you know who this is because you're fucking my husband. Right, 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 right. Yes, bitch. So then... So, okay, okay, actually, well, before this next part happens, Tiger leaves a voicemail to Jamie Grubbs because I guess Tiger is suspicious that, you know, Elin is on his tail. So Tiger leaves her voicemail and he gives the infamous voicemail that will actually later be released by Jamie Grubbs. Stop. <laughs> yes, Jamie Grubbs. I suddenly live for Jamie Grubbs. If y'all want to listen to it, it's a quick Google search away. Just look up Jamie Grubbs Tiger Woods voicemail. Stop. So he says, hey, it's uh, it's Tiger. He sounds super distressed, by the way. I think I remember this voicemail. He sounds like he's like literally going through like menopause. <laughs> like, can you please take take your name off off your phone? My, my oh wife my God, went through remember this. my yes. phone and uh, maybe calling you. So if you can, uh, please, please take your name off that and uh, just have it. So he's tripping out. So what he's asking her to do, basically, he sounds very incoherent in my opinion. But what he's asking her to do is take her name off her voicemail. So instead of her voicemail saying, hi, it's Jamie Grubbs, please leave a message. He wants her to just take it off. So it has the automated voicemail. Like you have reached the voicemail box of <laughs> three, one, zero. Like the weird, like it takes 45 minutes. Like by that time, I like don't even want to leave a message anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what Tiger is asking her to do. Having no idea. Okay. That his wife had already called Jamie Grubbs. Idiot. <laughs> All right. Now let's go back to our friend, uh, Rachel Yucatel. So, <laughs> so uh, it's 1 a.m. Thanksgiving. And um, that's when Nordegren decides to text Yucatel pretending to be Tiger Woods. Stop. <laughs> she writes, I miss you. When are we seeing each other again? Oh my god! And you could tell replies, and um, Nordegren then calls 
and says, I knew it was you. I know everything. And Yucatel goes, oh, fuck, and hangs up. <sighs> now, at this point, because Tiger Woods has awful insomnia, it's notorious. And it ends up becoming widely... Um, yeah, because then when he crashes his car, they're like, he had insomnia. <laughs> And they're like, no, he was like fucked up on drugs. Right. But the reason why he's fucked up on drugs is because he has insomnia, which like a million different women will pledge that he has insomnia. And there's like all these crazy stories revolving around him having insomnia. But in Bitch, this- I fucking have insomnia. <laughs> I'm recording this at 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go to bed till fucking 3 a.m. And I'm going to go to work at 10 a.m. Like, I'm sorry. I don't like fuck other people and crash my car because I have insomnia. But you do take Ambien and Vicodin. No, I have a glass of wine and a fucking <laughs> bowl of mac and cheese and I pass out. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe you should have been Tiger Woods' consultant because he <sighs> took Vicodin and Ambien. Maybe I should just go like fuck someone and then like call them <laughs> on their voicemail and then I'll be fine. <laughs> so at this point, Nordgren's pissed. She screams. And rightly so. I mean, yeah. Even though even at this point, she doesn't even know half of it. Can you imagine, Rai? She doesn't even know half of the story. She doesn't even know 5% of the story. I'm literally annoyed at this, but yes. Okay. <laughs> You're annoyed at me or you're annoyed at, at Tiger Woods? No, I'm annoyed at Tiger Woods. Like, I suddenly really care about Tiger Woods and I'm angry at him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elin goes and wakes up Tiger, like, during his, like, ambient-induced sleep and is just, like, pissed off. And apparently she's, like, beating, beating him down. Like, you know, punching him and pushing him and, like, yes, going yes. at him, scratching him. They say, like, he was, she was clawing at his face, whatever. And so Woods is just, like, running out. And she's also, like, get the hell out of this house. Yeah, like, please. <laughs> so she grabs a golf club and starts chasing Tiger out of the house. Iconic. What happens next is how we started this story, right? Tiger Woods jumps into the car, gets into a car accident. Now the official two feet away, two feet away in his Escalade. The of, the official story is that Tiger crashes his car into the the tree and the fire hydrant. Elon uses the golf clubs to smash into the back windows to then pull his body out <laughs> of the Escalade through the back. No, and you know help resuscitate him whatever whatever he needs in that moment um okay what do you think happened <laughs> because i'm pretty sure you could guess you could tell the next part of the story or like how it really I'm, happened i'm pretty sure he like literally was probably fucked up and she was like you're a fucking asshole and oh you play golf so there's golf clubs all over this goddamn house and they're cluttering my house actually <laughs> so i'm gonna take one of these things that is taking up room in my fucking house and i'm gonna try to kill you with it <laughs> yes and he's a fucking pussy ass bitch so he probably got into his car and was like no but he's like on drugs so he like ran into a fire hydrant and i don't know how a fire hydrant like stops an escalade because i feel like escalades are like really big <laughs> but like i'm just gonna like go with it and like let that be the thing and then probably she was like, get out of the goddamn car and like own up to your shit. And he was like, no, and like crawled out. And then TMZ found it and then it became <laughs> the whole thing. Well, here, the the key like difference between the official report and probably what really happened is that 
Tiger Woods probably crashed his car because Elon was smashing the back of it with the golf clubs. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Unlike the official story that Elon and Tiger told the police, which was, no, Tiger was like half passed out or actually passed out in the car. He had to be taken to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she had to like smash the back of the window to like pull him out. What? That that doesn't even make sense. Why is she defending him? Well, in that point, she's defending herself because if she's smashing right, she's like, the my car, perfect. Well, oh, also that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she could have been in big trouble for that. Apparently, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. The, unfortunately, like because she was attacking him. Like apparently, when the uh, ambulance came, it was actually this whole drama. They wouldn't allow Elin into the ambulance because they suspected her of domestic abuse. <laughs> Fucking stupid. And like, the investigators were trying to interview them and um, their attorney, but also Elin was stonewalling them. Like Elin was saying, oh, you know, Tiger can't talk to you, blah, blah, blah. So they were they were like kind of on the path, like trying to pursue a case. But they stonewalled the investigators. That's just, like, annoying because I'm, like, literally, like, toxic masculinity, like, wins again. Like, (laughs) he gets to, like, get away with being the victim while, like, she literally was, like, you fucked everything over and, like, you're the worst. And I, like, did nothing but stand by your side and, like, raise a family with you. And, like, she's literally just trying to take control of her life again and, like, give him what he deserves. And suddenly they're like questioning her actions. And I'm like, he's a fucking asshole. Like (laughs) he deserved a couple of clubs to the back of the Escalade. Yeah. Like at the fucking minimum. (laughs) So that happens. I also have like psychological like moments about like that we'll get into later, but I'm also like, anyway, keep going. (laughs) No, get into it. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like he was famous from like the early beginnings apparently, like which I just found out. So his life is probably fucked up. And, like, also, I get that a lot of people who, like, never had, like, the moments to, like, be private and, like, live their own life. Like, if he was famous from that young of an age, like, he doesn't really, like, know how to, like, live a normal life. But I don't think that's an excuse. And I think the whole, like, thing behind this, I mean, the reason behind, like, the fact that we have this podcast is that, like, famous people fuck up all the time like (laughs) they have this like huge crazy like successful life and then they fuck it up with like some weird thing that like normal people would never do well i guess normal people do this type of shit all the time but normal people do it but we don't care about it we care more (laughs) we care about these celebrities for whatever reason there's like there's like also like not that much like at stake like (laughs) yeah like if people like cheat on their husbands like okay well whatever but like there's been like, a Tiger l- had a lot of shit on the line. Like his reputation, his fame, his career, like his money, his family. Like if you're just like a normal person, it's like just your family on the line and like who cares about your children, you know? <laughs> well, I look, there's been a long-standing fascination with celebrities. And and if you want to date it back even further to p- people in positions of power or royalty or whatever. And there's so many right. different reasons to that. And I think a, a part of it in, in like Tiger's case, right, is that he was not only a public figure, but he was a public figure who was utilizing a certain image of himself 
to sell unto the public. And by doing that, the audiences bought into it a certain way, whether it's emotionally yeah. or actually monetarily, using their own money, like money to uh, buy, buy, yeah, buy tickets to the tournaments or buy his products yeah. or do this or do that. And so I, that's the difference between like other stories and certain celebrities is like there is an emotional and, you know, like sometimes monetary investment in these people in some form or fashion. No, and I totally agree. And, like, first off, the way you say figure is really disturbing. <laughs> like, the way figure? I say it or just, like, people in general say it? No, the way you say it. Figure? Is, really is, that, is that weird? Ew! Uh, it's figure. And, no, nobody um, says figure. Figure. And, yeah, no, I, I, I just think it's, like, crazy. Like, and I remember this whole thing happening. And, like, um, for some reason, I, like, picture this whole thing happening while me and my family were in Lake Tahoe for our summer or like yearly summer vacation to Lake Tahoe and like for some reason I feel like I like watch a lot more sports while I'm there because like we're just like always in like sports bars and like hotel rooms that are like playing sports and I remember so distinctly this whole thing happening and like being shocked and like my whole family talking about it and I was like I don't even really care about golf I don't care about golf actually at all and like I don't even really care about Tiger Woods like or his entire career because I literally have no ties to golf. But for some reason I'm so invested in like him and his family and like followed every step of the way. And I'm like, why? Like, why did I care so much? Well, I think you who doesn't have that, you know, like that emotional attachment I was talking about, you still, I think you felt the impact that he had on society. Yeah. He was a role was model huge. to a lot of young black men who, probably never saw the opportunity to play the game of golf before right. Tiger came along. He right. was a role model to any human being who, you know, wanted to be successful in their career, have, you know, a beautiful family, uh, seemingly having a great, like, you know, extended family unit with his father and his mother and like a diverse family unit, right? His like mother is like Thai, Chinese and Dutch. Uh, his father is a mix of like African-American, Native American. So he has this like, he, he really did embody the American dream in so many different ways from what we understood at the time. Yeah. And like, I think also like him being like from that sport where the, there was no other star like to that level in his sport. It was like, he literally like monopolized like golf basically. And I mean, I don't care about golf. I didn't care about golf, but I cared about Tiger. I would watch Tiger in the major tournaments. If he had a lead on Sunday, I'd watch. I don't care otherwise. I, I, like, I, I like someone who excels at their sport, you know, to such a degree where, where they are, you know, kind of forming this legacy that is transcendent. And that's what made him such a fascinating figure for so many years. Even to this day. So what ended up happening with him and like his whole right? Okay, so yeah, that see that's just the start of the scandal. <laughs> that's really the start, but like I feel like that's like the main thing like people remember is like he fucking crashed car and like then he cheated on his wife at the same time. Right. So, but here's where it gets bigger. Okay, so like within a week, Jamie Grubbs goes to us. Goes to Us Weekly. I was gonna say you. <laughs> U.S. Weeks. <laughs> Goes to Us Weekly and gives the details of her 31-month affair, and that's where she provides the voicemail. She provides the texts, and this is when that 
cultivated, perfectly crafted figure starts to crumble, right? Because you start to get these very lurid texts, right? Like, you know, like, when was the last time you got laid? Like, you you know, you want me to put it in? Like, Stop. all those sort of things. Yeah, like, he's just a weird dude through these texts. Yeah. Like, send me something naughty, you know? <laughs> Go to the bathroom and take it. <laughs> he's, like, literally, like, putting his children to sleep while he's doing this. Like, okay, okay, okay cool. And uh, apparently... We later find out the reason why Jamie Grubbs went to Us Weekly is because she texted Woods the day after the crash. Because So Tiger would ultimately have all these different affairs, and I'll, I'll outline some of them. But every person who he had an affair with, he made them believe, other than the escorts, that they were the only one, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, as you do when you're having affairs, because like <laughs> most people like usually don't like say like, "Hey, I'm having multiple affairs. Like, <laughs> let's fuck and also like date and get to know each other." Like, no girls like also like, yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Like, yeah, they think they're the only one, of course. And and he'd convey this image that him and Elon were, you know, on the out and outs, but on the rocks. Yeah, they weren't. So. That was a problem. Well, they so, were. She just didn't know that they were. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a one-sided on the rocks. Yeah, like Tiger was like, yeah, we're on the rocks because I'm fucking 40 other girls at the same time. His oh, that's a like, low no, number, we're doing right? amazing, sweetie. No, you're joking. Not joking. Um, you'll, you'll get the How number. How many girls was it? You'll get it. I'll get there. <laughs> um, I'm, okay. I'm unwell. <laughs> so it turns out the reason why... Um, Jamie Grubbs tells Us Weekly is because she texts him the day after, he doesn't respond, and then ultimately that number goes out of service. So she gets pissed. <laughs> Rightly so, honey. Um, so after Jamie Grubbs comes out, that's when we get the, the floodgates opening, right? That's when we start to get other women who had been involved with him to start to tell their stories because tiger at that point went into a hole. Uh, you know, he didn't do, he didn't make a public appearance for another three plus months. Yeah, exactly. So like while he's in this hole, that's when porn stars, strippers, escorts, waitresses, you name it, they start to come out. And I hate to just define them by their, their job title and it yeah. does make it way more salacious that's why i'm doing it but but like yeah you gotta you gotta like sum it up somehow <laughs> yeah um you know i mean this was a part of what made the story salacious it, you know tiger right. wasn't having these affairs with you know the like golf tri- channel people. correspondent or even other famous people right yeah. you know like it was like randos yeah and the fact that he would seek out porn stars and escorts and strippers i mean this he was Again, not to denigrate the profession. He was trying to toot it and boot it. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, <laughs> he wasn't trying to, like, settle down with another girl. He was like, let me, like, get it in, and then I'm going to go home and, like, tuck my fucking kids into bed. And, like, then crash my car. Like, exactly. Because one of the one of the most, you know, fascinating tidbits to the public at the time, especially, was that Tiger Woods was very cheap. That became a, a recurring theme was right. that he never bought them things. That These relationships weren't like other ones. Like sugar and, daddy status. Exactly. Yeah. They were, that, you know, we're familiar with affairs uh, in Hollywood or in, in the celebrity life. We're, we're familiar with this kind of story, but it often involves, like you said, Rye, that sugar daddy element. This wasn't that. Yeah. It was all about the sex. And all the women, to a T, they swear by Tiger as 
great in bed. Like, yes, daddy. Like, <laughs> yes. You can get my hole in one. <laughs> um, one, one of the most vocal was this mistress named Mindy Lawden. She was a local diner waitress. And, uh, you know, she talked about having sex all throughout his home everywhere except for the master bedroom uh in the local church parking lot which has an interesting little caveat to that story because apparently like tiger loved to have sex with her while she was on her period and she was on her period and like he tosses the tampon out of the window at the church parking lot there what, what was so wild about the tiger woods sex scandal was like how many details came out and how hungry the public were to hear about every like little detail all the minutia of like what were tiger's kinks and like what were what kind of things did he like to do and like was he good in bed well to a t like i said they all said he was um it was pretty wild <laughs> it got like fucking messy apparently oh yeah i mean he got like i could go down the list i mean he got multiple uh, uh of these women pregnant stop mm-hmm. so he has like children on children I don't know what happened with the pregnancies. Right. I really don't. I, I tried That's to That's when it out. got expensive. He was like, here, take my money. I'm like, please. No. So apparently he... Skis bag. Well, he maybe should have offered them money because apparently he only ever bought one of the mistresses a sandwich at Subway. Yeah, but when they're like having his children, he like definitely dished out money. I don't know if... I don't know if... He did. There was ever a child. Yeah, exactly. I, I you know, I what know mean, I think, never, yeah, I think a I procedure could have been done. Child. <laughs> <laughs> that um, ain't cheap, though, honey. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. He's a notoriously cheap guy. I don't know if he paid for it, but whatever. Anyway, like, there's so many different stories. Oh, here, you're going to love this, Rye. So. I don't love any of this, Armin. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. But okay. Yeah, what will I love? One of the women that he was sleeping with, which one was, oh, it was Rachel Yucatel. Tiger would, you know, sext her and different things. Apparently one time he emails her and says that he was having this fantasy of her having a threesome with Derek Jeter and David Boreanaz. Do you know who David Boreanaz is? No, but like we've all had like images of having threesomes with Derek Jeter. So it's like, this isn't now. <laughs> no, no, no. But Tiger Woods wouldn't even be in it. He was having a fantasy about Rachel Yucatel, his mistress, having a threesome with Derek Jeter and David Boreanaz. You know, the guy from Bones? Booth? No, I don't watch fucking Bones, but is Tiger Woods fucking gay now? <laughs> no, I <laughs> I don't know. He just, he's, he's weird. I'm telling you, he's weird. When you read all of these details, right, I went through so many. I read... A bunch of different Us Weekly, National Enquirer, Huffington Post, New York Post, Daily News. What I went through everything. In, what the fuck fucking straight man has an image of a threesome with two guys and a girl? Apparently, the, the fantasy goes something along the lines of um, he was like he was winning a golf tournament and then he was coming home really excited to see her after winning the golf tournament. And she was getting fucked simultaneously by Derek Jeter and David Boreanaz. When he came home. Gay. <laughs> I guarantee you he was not imagining her getting fucked by them. He was imagining them doing some weird shit. And he was just texting her about it to get him off, get it off his chest. Guaranteed. No fucking way, dude. At the end of his email, he goes, some part of me thinks you would like that. Now I can't get back to sleep. Need an Ambien. 
<laughs> oh, need an Ambien. Need to go crash my car real quick. Hold on, BRB. Like, There's stories of Tiger doing ecstasy with women. There's the infamous stories of Ambien sex where Tiger and these mistresses would take Ambien and fucking try to, you know, finish climax before the Ambien kicks in. But they in. can't because they're literally asleep. <laughs> I mean, there there is like so many details. I don't know how many more do you need. I don't need any more. I'm literally disgusted. Like, literally, I like almost forgave him because I was like, oh, poor guy, like crashed his car. Like, <laughs> I didn't know any of these details, and I'm like really upset about it, and I'm annoyed. Isn't he like still on TV playing golf or whatever? Yeah, no, he still golf's. So how did he fucking recover from this? Because like I am grossed out. Like he is a trash human. He is a skis ball. Like, fuck this guy. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll get to the aftermath. Uh, real quick, I'll say he was also really into escorts. And apparently, according to Michelle Braun, who's like uh, one of the you know leading Hollywood madams. Look at how crazy this story is, right? We're getting Hollywood madams. We're getting escorts. We're getting everything. Apparently, he dished out over hundreds of thousands of dollars to escorts. Okay, here's my thing is like I'm not saying like they're like getting into escorts, like getting into like madams or whatever, like is bad, but I'm like he literally has a wife and kids. That's and, like, why it's also, bad. It's why it's bad. And like also like if you're gonna be cheap about it, then like fuck you, you have billions of dollars. Like don't be cheap to these women, like give them the money they deserve, like pay their bills, like fuck you. I'm just so annoyed at him. Like I literally feel like I have a personal vengeance against him and I'm going <laughs> to like one day run into him and like literally punch him in the face or something i will not punch him in the face because i'm not a physical person but i literally will yell at him that he's like a dumb ugly idiot (laughs) i read this vanity fair article that like did a really really deep dive into him and mindy Lawden's like affair and like i felt so bad for mindy Lawden. she's the one who had the subway sandwich and she talks about how they went on like i still am eating my subway sandwich (laughs) i I saved every last bit no, but she talks about like how he was very aggressive and would say, you need to meet me now. You need to meet me now. Like I need, I need to have sex right now. And she would like drop everything on a oh, dime. Oh, do you? <laughs> Jesus. I fucking hate men. But you know, she says in the piece how the only thing he ever got her was a Subway sandwich. And it's like, dude, you couldn't have treated her something a little, you know, something a little nice. They basically oh had a relationship. Yeah, like, you can afford more than a Subway sandwich. You're literally crashing Escalades into, like, your own private, like, fire hydrant in your mansion. Like, you can afford, like, Jimmy John's at the fucking least. Like, please. Another fun little Mindy Lawton detail. Uh, According to her, his favorite underwear were her red panties with black lace. Apparently, he told her he had a thing about red. And, um... The reason why was because it was it was his mother's favorite color. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. I literally hate him. Like I'm so annoyed at him. I literally hate him. He's a fucking trash bag human. Like, why is he still on TV? Why is he still playing the sport? Why are we supporting him? I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. He Tiger Woods was one of I think the first real victims of the digital age. Because Twitter is young at that age. <laughs> The poor victim of the digital age. Where, where, where? Yeah, maybe don't be a fucking idiot, asshole, douchebag, like piece of shit, and then me, you won't be a victim of the digital age. Bitch. Well, think about like you know 
infamous womenizers of the 80s and the 70s, like Jack Nicholson and, you know, all these other, you know, big stars of the time, there wasn't Twitter around. And Tiger, when that happened, actually was around the the beginnings of Twitter. So Twitter was actually a, a big thing during the, the Tiger Woods scandal, people making jokes at his expense, but also it helped kind of like spread, you know, disseminate this information at a much quicker pace than it could have back then, especially because back then news was filtered through, you know, very specific outlets, right? Like you only, you could only get the news out via the newspaper. And there, there is a story um, about how Tiger Woods was actually going to be outed for his affair in 2007, but he agreed to do a 12 page interview, you know, piece for men's fitness magazine in exchange for the story being dropped like but that's the kind of thing you could pull back in the 80s and like pretty much boom that kills the story it's done because there's no other outlet but in 2009 you know tiger woods couldn't pull the same kind of stunt because all right if mindy Lawden or uh jamie grubbs or whoever if they can't go to national Enquirer or like one of these newspapers that's owned by one of Tiger Woods' buddies that's going to protect him, and like Tiger Woods will give them an expose or like give them a juicy little nugget, then they'll just go to Us Weekly. That's an interesting, that's an interesting facet to all this. No, 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 it's definitely an interesting facet to it, and like, I agree that like, yes, like he, this whole scandal happened like a time where like social media was taking off, and like it was a lot easier to spread information, but also like I have a lot of problems with social media, but like maybe this is a good thing of like, well, maybe then just don't be a fucking dick because, like, anything you say or do is going to be captured and it's going to be spread, like, widespread. Like, anyone has access to this and there's no fucking laws being, like, I can't post this on social media because it's, like, a public forum and I can, like, literally say and do whatever I want, basically. So, I'm sorry, but, like, maybe it's a good thing because people are getting called out now and they're, like, literally having to answer to their actions and you can't just, like, hide and, like, hope that like you can exchange a 12 page article in like sports illustrator or whatever the fuck it was that you just said, like <laughs> in hopes that it doesn't like that your story doesn't get out. Like I literally have no sympathy. Like, Oh boohoo. Like your fucking story got widespread. I remember the story. Like I'm telling you, like this was huge. Oh, I wasn't trying to defend him, but you know, it's, it, if anything, I'm glad, I'm glad that, you know, this kind of thing, you know, is more easily, I guess, revealed because then, and Elon Nordgren isn't here in 2018, still freaking married to Tiger, and he's going around right. having affairs with hundreds of women. Totally, and I'm so happy for her. Like, didn't they end up divorcing or something? Yes. Okay. So now in the aftermath, less than two weeks after that, the accident, fourteen mistresses end up coming out, become known as like officially having had relationships with Tiger. He ends up losing endorsements with Accenture, AT&T, Gatorade, GM. Gatorade uh, was huge. That's huge. And he ends up uh, getting his like Gillette sponsorships suspended. Um, Tag Heuer dropped him. So he loses a lot of endorsement money, right? Less than two weeks after. He ends up going to sex rehab for 45 days. I remember that. And then... He became ashamed. He was publicly shamed. I mean, the public lost trust in him, you know? And he was a guy that built his entire image on being, like I said, the consummate family man, professional. Tiger Woods had a 100% approval rating. Yeah, absolutely. You know how there's Michael Jordan haters, or there's LeBron haters, or there's Kobe haters? 
there were no tiger haters. You yeah, love tiger, tiger woods. Literally done no wrong before this. And I remember that I was like, he is like literally like a squeaky clean, like shining epitome of like American love. And then this happened and everyone was like, you piece of shit. So now comes February, 2010. Three months after the car accident, he makes his first ever public appearance. He gives a press conference. And, it, you know, you could find it on YouTube. I'll give you the link if you want to watch it. It's like semi-contrite, but not really. Uh, you know, a part of him is easily, at, clearly agitated by the fact that he even has to do it. I mean, he he literally says and, and tries to like, um, you know, kind of, I guess, argue the point that, like, the fact that he has to give the details of his personal life are ridiculous. And that... No. Right. If you're going to you're f- build your monetary famous. success off of your image, then you have to own <laughs> up to it. You're famous. Like, you know what you signed up for. Like, I'm sorry. I hate that excuse. Yeah. A part of me understands it. Like, we all have certain things that, you know, we believe should be private. But at the same time... But I'm sorry, when you're becoming a successful public figure, you are allowing your public life to, or your private life to be public. I'm sorry, that's not an excuse. But also he made his private life a part of his public life. Look at my beautiful wife and look at my two children. They were a part of his image. They would utilize that in commercials and marketing, like Tiger Woods, the perfect man. There are famous people who you don't know about their private life, and that's because they're like, I don't want you to know about my private life. Judge me on my work. Yeah. They're like, I'm an actor, and I'm an actor, and you can judge me on my acting, or I'm a sports person, an athlete, as other people call them, and you can <laughs> judge me on my athlete, athlete, on my athleticism. <laughs> but, like, I'm sorry, he, like, used his public image. I'm like, you're literally one of the most famous people in the entire world. Like, I'm sorry, that's not an excuse. So some of the quotes, I thought I could get away with whatever I wanted to. He says... <laughs> I felt that I had worked hard my entire life and deserved to enjoy all the temptations around me. I felt I was entitled, and thanks to money and fame, I didn't have to go far to find them. Oh, my God. He sounds like a fucking 21-year-old frat boy who, like, just fucked two girls in the same night for the first time (laughs) and, like, thinks he's the hottest shit in the world. Like, congratulations, bitch. He goes, I was unfaithful, I had affairs, and I cheated. What I did was unacceptable. I hurt my wife, my kids, my mother, my wife's family, my friends, my foundation, and kids all around the world who admired me. Okay. So, like, that's the most basic apology ever. Like, I'm over that. Yeah. You know how people, like, you know how rich people have yachts and they name their yachts? Yes. He has a yacht and the name of it is Privacy. Oh, for the love of God. (laughs) I'm going to fucking murder him. I'm glad I saved that for this moment. It it was so perfect. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Privacy. Okay, please. Continue your fucking press conferences then with all the privacy you want. If you wanted privacy, you would have run away and you would have never said anything and you would have just lived your life with knowing that you were like ruined your entire career. Like, you don't want privacy. You want people to re-accept you so you can have your like rich and famous life again because it works sometimes like there are celebrities who are able to recover from scandals but you have to play it the right way i'm like if you really wanted privacy you would have just laid low and just never talked about it again yeah but he wanted to get back into the game he ends up coming back in april of 2010 so two months later he plays the masters 
Um, I remember the first time he played again, too. Because oh, everyone was like, all eyes on Tiger. Is he going to fuck some girl on the ninth hole? <laughs> That would have been that would have been a great like sort of <laughs> fu like you know what I'm gonna own this like sex maniac image like you know what I just love sex I'm gonna <laughs> screw a, a girl on the ninth hole. <laughs> yep. Honestly, I should have with my nine jerk. iron. Hey, hey, <laughs> don't know what that is. <laughs> it was a euphemism. I got it. Yeah, nine iron, <laughs> ninth hole, <laughs> dick. Yeah. <laughs> This is a podcast that's not for kids. This is explicit. So here's where things really fall apart for Tiger. He ends up owning up to all the women he slept with to Elon. Apparently, it amounted to 120 women. Stop. There was one woman he left out. And I cor- so it was 121? 121. And according <sighs> to sources, this was the one that, you know, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I doubt that, but okay. It was his neighbor's daughter. Ew! Who was 21 years old and who he had apparently known since she was a teenager. Ew! And when that happened, Elin was done. She ends up filing for divorce. I am so over that being the straw that breaks the camel's (laughs) back. Like, she's like, 120 women? It's okay. Like, take me to a nice vacation for Christmas and we'll be good. And then he's like, one more girl. And she's like younger and like lives next door. And she's like, that's it. Like, I just like hate that whole thing. Like, that's so gross. Like, ugh. That's pretty awful to, you know, screw your neighbor's daughter. Well, yeah, it's awful like to screw anyone. True. When you're married with children. But But don't you agree in a spectrum? There's a spectrum to all this, no, and like no, that would spectrum, be that would be maybe sure. worse than any of the others in a way. Like no, 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 this no, is definitely worse. <laughs> but I just like really like don't like and like I'm not like shaming like his wife because like she like had probably a lot going on and like has to make her own decisions. But I'm like, girl, like why did you stick with him through 120 girls? Like she had also just uh, you know given birth to their son less than a year before. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no, I take it all back. I so the kids are like, a factor. I don't know her situation, and, like, I really am, like, proud of her for, like, ending up, like, making her own decision and, like, doing what she needs to do with her life. And I, like, I'm not trying to shame her at all because she's a victim in this situation. But it just makes me really sad. I just, like, wish that, like... I just, like, don't want anyone to have to deal with that, so I'm just, like, really sad for her. Yeah, but I I'm, know. I'm, like, proud of her for, like, taking a stand eventually. This whole situation is sad on multiple levels. Like in one case, like the like, you feel you feel sad not for Tiger Woods, but you're just like Tiger Woods. You're you're sad. You know what I, I mean? I don't feel sad for him. Yeah, like no, I literally could not care less about him. But like he is a sad person. No, like sad, this sad, existence. Sad, 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 sad. Yeah, yeah, he has like a really really sad existence, and like I'm probably sure it stems from like his early like fame and like his early success, and that like catches up with you in the end. Like, but. I'm just over that and like not all people who like have early fame are like literally that big of an asshole. So yeah. And and that's where, you know, if you guys, if I'll say this for our listeners, if our listeners want an even deeper dive on tiger that you could get a lot of the information I talked about today and more in this book called tiger woods that just got released actually in March. And it's, it's what got me kind of thinking about all this a lot more in, in recent days. 
the writers are actually two like really really well respected writers. One is an eleven time um, Emmy award winner. The other is a New York Times like bestseller, and they're just excellent investigative journalists. And so they wrote this like kind of definitive piece on Tiger Woods's life and what they go into is really interesting. So if you want to learn more about like kind of what made Tiger who he is, read that book because you're going to learn about like his father being a serial cheater and womanizer and Tiger being distraught over his father cheating on his mom, which kind of makes this story even more sad that it became cyclical that Tiger then became his father and did to his wife what he was so upset at his father doing to his own mother. Um, right, which is like the age-old tale. Right, and there's a lot of sad little details, and you you end up seeing a lot of these like cyclical um, events occurring. Like apparently, Tiger Woods' father was a hardcore pornography addict, and he would have porn playing on screens in his home all the time. And as TMZ reported, right, I did deep dive research on this. I went I went <laughs> to the depths of the internet. Yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ. I read like two articles for last week's episode. <laughs> I read like literally ninety. Um, TMZ reported that. Tiger Woods apparently stored tons and tons of porn on his phone. And so uh, he would just keep that on him. I mean, this guy was just sex crazed. I mean, that's why you had to go to sex rehab, right? Yeah. And that's like a problem that like a lot of people deal with. And like, I'm not shaming that part of it. Like if that's an issue that you deal with, like that's not, that's not something to be ashamed of. It's how you, like react to it and how you control it and how you like deal with it that can turn really ugly and like you know at the end of the day like good for him for going to rehab for it and like you know hopefully figuring it out and like I want I'm not saying I want him to live like a miserable like awful life but I'm just like dude like you obviously had a problem and you have like you let that problem affect a lot of other people and like ruin a lot of other people's lives and like that is just what makes me really upset and really sad and I'm like just you know people have issues like it's how you deal with them that like shows what type of person you are and like i don't think he dealt with it right so yeah for me like you're a fucking asshole and you know maybe you redeemed yourself eventually but i don't care about you enough to like follow up so i like don't really care yeah i, I hope people don't think i'm like trying to shame people who have sex addiction no 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 or you're judge not. but i do think some of this information kind of informs the path that yeah, tiger ultimately more- took there's always going to be more to the story and there's always like so many layers to it. And like, especially someone who's like doing that shitty of a thing, like, and like, none of us can know what his situation was. Like none of us have, none of us, the two of us (laughs) are not like worldwide famous, like renowned, like athletes with billions of dollars. Like I'm a worldwide, like known, like renowned podcaster with (laughs) millions of dollars, but I'm not the same as him. So it's like, I can't like relate to his lifestyle, but it's, you know, it's just, it's just like, girl got to figure it out. And like, I'm over him and I think he's a dick, but Hey, people make mistakes, I guess. Yeah. And you know, it has consequences. Him and Elon obviously got divorced as y'all can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) And rightly so like took a while. Okay. Here's another little interesting tidbit in all of this. Some people report that she may have gotten this like astronomical settlement and a part of the settlement may have included this NDA and the reason why she received so much 
was because like quote unquote in exchange for silence now there's been so many theories off that that could almost have its own podcast but like some people speculate because tiger was so jacked he was right. people would say he was built like a linebacker that maybe he was utilizing performance enhancing drugs and the in exchange for silence wasn't about the prostitutes or the waitresses or whatever because everyone already knew all that what what's more embarrassing than yeah, all the stuff we've already like- heard it was about like his career, like is yes. he endorsing like like using drugs? Like now we can never have his career again, basically. Yeah, I mean, if he if he was using perform if it was revealed that he was using PEDs, then that could nullify all of his career accomplishments. And right now, that's yeah. the only that's the only thing that he's holding on to. Really, at this point, he's lost his yeah. wife. He has you know split custody of the kids at least, um, but you know he could still kind of cling on to the fact oh i won these 14 majors if then all of those were you know maybe taken away from him because sometimes they do that retroactively or people just you know viewed them as tainted then i mean the guy would be nothing i mean that would be really devastating it's kind of like a career life versus home life thing like what matters more and like if you only have one like you have to really hold on to that but i don't know like i think like like for me at least after this whole scandal happened. I remember like anytime I saw him, you know, cause he eventually got back on like the field or whatever. How many major titles do you think he won Ball since 2008? Park. Um, my <laughs> ballpark, the, the court, <laughs> he got back onto like the court. And I was like, um, <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. Just kidding. No, I'm not cheering you on. But for me, it was like, I'm not going to answer that question. I don't know how many. I don't know what a national title is. So so um, he won 14 between 97 and 2008. He's won zero since. Right, because he's probably like fat and lazy and depressed and everyone hates him. So no one's cheering him on and everyone's booing at him, like hoping to distract him because like literally everyone hates him. You know what? And that's how I looked <laughs> at him. I was like, I don't care. Like every time I saw him on TV, I was like. Oh, TBT to the time that you like literally got fucked up, crashed your car and like fucked a thousand <laughs> girls and like your wife was two feet away and your children are like crying in the driveway. Really congrats on your ball playing, like hit the ball with the stick. Like I could probably do it. <laughs> I'll say this. He I was play f- mini golf. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Yeah, I can hit it through the pinwheel at the end. Well, if you could do that, you may have a future in golf. Yeah, I literally played regular golf once and I was really bad at it, but at least I'm not cheating on people ryan woods ryan woods oh my god stop that's my porn star name i think (laughs) that sounds so porny that does that really does how about tiger alkai no that sounds like weird yeah Yeah. it sounds like medieval (laughs) such Uh, a jungle book spinoff i'll say this tiger is fit right now but his career was derailed a lot by injuries as well Still, though, a lot of people do say and believe, like experts, that uh, he lost his mental and psychological edge after 2009. Like, he had this aura uh, on the golf course. And the thing is, golf is such a mental game because you're not playing against someone else, like soccer or basketball. Yeah, how, like, you approach each moment. Exactly. And whereas he was infallible. He had no scrutiny. He had nothing. The other players looked at him as infallible. Uh, 
he could really impose his will. I mean, the, the tiger wearing red on Sundays was a thing, right? They People knew if he wore right. red on Sundays, he was going to win. I mean, the dude won yeah. his last major that he ever won. Rye was with a torn ACL. That was one of the most epic moments ever. I remember we were going nuts. He literally had a torn ACL. We didn't know at the time, but we knew he was, he had a messed up knee. But when you end up finding out like, oh my God, he had a torn ACL. He still wins in a playoff. It's insane. Right. And it's because he had this sort of will and other players would fold under him. They would start to hit shots off the greens and like they would do all these like, you know, they make all these m- mistakes putting. Tiger was was always ha- having the end mental edge in all these big time tournaments. Afterwards, not so much because all of a sudden everyone a little snicker at him, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like adding a little bit of like my own color to that. Like, I don't know if they're really snickering at him, but if you're Tiger, you know, that's, you know, that's probably there, right? Like before people looked at you as if you're a God and now they're like, Oh my God, like he has ambient sex. <laughs> you know, that plays a factor for sure. Especially in a game as psychological as golf. He's never I won since. Say, I would say a little snicker is an understatement. Like people <laughs> saw him and they were like, fuck you. You're an asshole. You're trash. You're a piece of shit. You are like literally worthless. That's what I was thinking. And I was like fucking what, like 12 when this happened. <laughs> but I'm, ta- I'm talking from 12, his peers. I was like 14. Yeah, but peer schmears, like who cares? Like <laughs> the peers were probably like, okay, congrats. Like now I can finally win a goddamn game. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking more like public image. Like anytime I saw him after that, I was just like, you're literally trash. Like, I don't care about you. Jordan Spice came into the game. This is me. I'm, I'm quoted. You know, your golf, you've been, you've been faking it this whole time. Look at you. Jordan Spieth was like hot as fuck. So that's why I knew him. Um, and then there was that one girl who was really good too. Um, and people were like, all right, bye Tiger Woods. Like you've done goofed. Like you're a mess move on, like, bring it to the next, like, give us the next, like, guy, like, and then Jordan Spieth was, like, hot, and everyone was, like, oh, you're hot and good, like, I'm gonna obsess over you, and everyone forgot about Tiger Woods, and I was, like, okay, I'm over Tiger Woods. That's, like, my reaction to, like, golf, and that's what golf is now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty accurate assessment of golf today. Pretty much, like, sports centers, like, calling me to, like, be, like, a new correspondent, because basically I have, like, the only knowledge about sports now and like i'm the only one who's good at it so you are the best sportsman i know or sorry athlete thank, thank you yeah <laughs> um do you have any questions rye like now that we've gone through pretty much the whole scandal and its aftermath i have a lot of questions like why did this happen who allowed it um tiger woods tiger it, woods why did we give it the time of day um why did he have a career after this? Um, where did his wife and kids go? How much money did they make off of this? Did all of his mistresses get paid off? The list goes on. So the mistresses apparently didn't get paid off except for maybe Rachel Yucatel, who apparently was going to hire Gloria Allred and like make this public appearance. Iconic. Uh, but the press conference or whatever that they that her and Gloria Allred were going to have got canceled. Some people believe that Tiger Woods paid her $10 million. Oh, yes, girl. But the rest of the women, it appears like they just, you know, banked off of like potentially other opportunities that yeah, like stemmed from the fame. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, Tiger was like, I, I can't pay off every single one of these. There's 120 of them out there. Mm, poor boy. <laughs> can't pay them all off. Wham. <laughs> 
I hate him so much. I'm so over him. Um, Elin Nordgren, there's some reports that say she got $750 million. Others say, Slightly. no, it's $100 million. He definitely no, pays monthly. No, she got more than $100 million, honey. <laughs> he definitely pays child support of 20000 a month. So maybe it's like including that. Right. I mean, like that's... Maybe her like overall... Oh my god. <laughs> I just threw my phone in disgust. Um, I don't know. I feel like she's set for life. Like, she was like a queen through it all. Like, everyone like slayed... Like, stood by her side and I feel like she slayed and like everyone was like yes bitch like don't allow this like whatever yeah good for her I mean she's getting a 240k annual salary basically I mean a lot of it goes to the kids obviously but it's pretty nice yeah but like she's still like making money off of it probably oh yeah it's a a nice little nest egg well, fuck, like, toxic masculinity. Fuck guys who, like, think they can do whatever they want without getting caught. Every guy should be exposed. Um, I have a lot more to say about, like, guys who are really creepy who, like, still are successful. But that's a different day. <laughs> so is this a good uh, first-time scandal for me, Rye? You did amazing, sweetie. <laughs> I was oh, shook. Like, and, like, I honestly, like, didn't know any of this. Like, I literally, like, in my head, I was like, he crashed the car because he was on drugs. He was fucking other girls. Girls. He was fucking other women and girls na- next door neighbors. <laughs> and he's a piece of shit and he's a trash bag and everyone hates him. And then he like somehow had a career again. Like that was like my image of it. I got way more information based on what you said. And like I'm livid about it. I like actually got upset. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> yeah, I was like going in. I was like actually upset and like I'm still upset. Um, we're definitely not going to that tiger woods mean green anymore it's gonna get no oh my scary god I and violent go a, i would go to a tiger woods club and grub where i take a club <laughs> and i like smack him in the face with it and i'll be like take the taste of your own medicine bitch <laughs> the club and I grub i like disgusted that by him. i'm disgusted <laughs> yeah i like literally did not expect to care this much about anything sports related but like here i am sign sealed delivered i'm yours <laughs> Like I told you, when it it wasn't a scandal on the field. It was a scandal all off the field. And I knew you'd off like that. Yeah, like as if I watch on the field. But like I live for the <laughs> off the field. So I'm like so excited that you told me more about this. And I justified it by the fact that at three years old, he played a game of golf with Bob Hope. I was like, okay, that makes a Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, very well, no, it's very Hollywood. He was like very famous. Um, I didn't know he was like famous that early, but I would say like, just like any like well-known name, like kind of like fits into the like scheme of Hollywood. Yeah. The scandal doesn't have to take place literally within the confines of Hollywood. Like in Hollywood. No, 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 no. Like I live for like the sports drama. If it's like good drama, like this was good drama. But, um, yeah, no, you did so good. Like you were nervous Uh and like you slayed. (laughs) Thanks, Rai. I appreciate it. It was Anytime. a it was a hard story to tell because you know a part of it. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into it, and then a part of it is like I want to tell kind of the real time unfolding of it, but then like there's all the stuff you find out after the fact. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Because it was trickling out, and you you have this one idea of the story, like oh man, he got into a car accident. Wait, she was probably hitting the back of the car. Oh wait, he was on drugs. Right. Like there was a lot of backtracking that happened in real life. 
Right, and, like, looking back now on, like, my episode, like, two weeks ago, like, I literally had no, like, timeline, and I literally was, like, going back and being, like, no, this happened before, and, like, no, this happened after, and, like, this happened then, and, like, everyone's super confused, so congrats on being, like, really well-organized and researched. This is, like, super off-brand for us. I feel like I wasn't that organized because I kept on trying to decide how I wanted to approach the telling of the story, no, but I tried. like, still, like, a hot mess, but it was, like, an organized hot mess. It was, like, a controlled fire that, like, the fire department does when they're like trying to burn brush <laughs> there you go that's a good like analogy. a brush fire <laughs> love it all right, right. So great. oh my god i'm happy to do this you do this with you since it's like past 2 a.m now i'll let you go it's 152 um <laughs> i have no concept of time for nine more minutes so it's after 2 a.m um y'all subscribe to our own feed we have our own feed on all of the like platforms if you guys like listening to shit that you cared about nine years ago um, and then suddenly get really invested in again for one night, follow our feed. That's <laughs> what it's going to be like. It's going to be weird as shit that like you forgot were super important like years ago. Um, it just goes to show if anything stresses you out in the moment, um, don't let it worry you because it'll be forgotten in a couple years until a weird random podcast brings it back to life. We'll uncover it, but that's okay. You'll it's get over that revisiting about. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we and yeah, this was so much fun. We will escape the 2000s era because now we've had a 2006 scandal, a 2009 scandal. People, we're gonna go back in time. We're gonna go 90s. We're gonna go. 80s. Oh, I already have. I already have mine for uh, for two weeks from now, and it's gonna be lit. And it's a fucking old fashioned ooh, one here. Ooh, I can't wait. It's fucking old fashioned as fuck, bitch. How old fashioned are we talking? Like pre 50s or like post 50s? Don't give me like a tighter window. Uh, <laughs> so fun fact about me: I have no concept of time, so I think it's around like I think it's like around the 50s. Oh, I said um, no tight window. You could have just said post fifties. Well, but I don't know if it's post or pre because, like, I think it's like mm. in. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but like, I honestly couldn't tell you. I literally have no concept of time. Like, for all, literally, my entire the fifties through the eighties are all the same to me. Um, and the fifties so, and eighties couldn't be any more different culturally. Yeah, but like, I'm like sock hop versus like disco. Same thing. <laughs> Um, so it's going to be fun for me to figure out how to tell this story, but I already have my idea. Ooh. It's going to be so fun and I'm so excited. I can't wait. Everyone and tune I'm gonna in. I'm going to tell Camille, but I'm not going to tell you. That's the way we do it. So everyone tune yeah. in two weeks from now for episode three. That's going to be Rise Holly Shook. And uh, follow us at Holly Shook Pod on Twitter and subscribe to the podcast. Do all those things. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much. You're all doing amazing, sweetie. Um, don't cheat on people. Don't be an asshole. Just like care about the people around you and be lucky that you have people that care about you as well. Bye. Bye.